If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What is going on? Happy Monday. Hope you're enjoying this new year and things are moving along as you thought they were, or maybe not. Who knows? Um, We have a new president, I think, at this point. Yeah, I think that's all going to get figured out. Or not. Who knows? We'll see. It could be a crazy year again. Who knows with all the stuff going on. But I'm in the building with one of my favorite people, Diva Daniel Williams. She's an independent broadcast journalist, host of the talk show Community Link AZ. What's up, Diva? What's happening? I'm so happy that you made an exception to the rule to have me on this show again, considering it's fit over 40 and I haven't even turned 38 yet. So thank you for having me on the show again. I mean... Maybe it's just because, you know, you like hanging out with me, but I appreciate it. I, I feel good. I'm in a good company here. I feel good. All right. Well, I didn't know that. So um, <laughs> <laughs> where, who's the producer of this show? Who's supposed to get the facts? Hey, now. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter if you're over 40 or not, but that's just the thing. You will be 40 in two years. We've just acknowledged that. And actually, this year might be so crazy. My age really fast. <laughs> So, so you're the old man of the group. Just I, admit it. I am. No, I'm not the oldest in this group. You're the no old one. man because I you're the, the only old man. man in How the old room. is Rob? Well, he's not here, he's so not that here. doesn't count. Okay, well, I guess I'm the. Old he man. is older than you, but that doesn't Show count. Show your elders some love, people, please. <laughs> oh wow, so, diva! Way to yes. take that on. How's everything? How's your health? How's life? What is new since well, we chatted since October? I know it's been a few months, and it seems like it's been longer. But it's good to see you. You're looking well. I'm doing very well. I just want to catch everybody up to speed. Um, in case you have never heard of me or even, you know, heard the first time I was on the podcast, I was diagnosed after, you know, living a very healthy life. I worked out six days a week, ate very clean, took care of myself, never smoked. And I wind up being diagnosed at the end of 2018 with stage four lung cancer, mm-hmm. which spread to my lower spine, pelvis, and the top of my right shoulder. I made my two-year mark on November 21st, 2020. It was a crazy year, but I made it to two years. And I'm doing really well. I mean, I've gained my weight back. I've had a lot done to me between radiation two times, you know, chemo for over a year and a half going every three weeks, lots of blood work. I had surgery on my lower spine because my lumbars kept collapsing because the cancer was just eaten away. So I've had a lot of work done. But you know what? I just never gave up. And I just pushed and pushed and I continued to work out. And now I'm sort of like living my life as I've always done, like I never had this stupid disease. And I feel really good. And people always ask me, Diva, do you still have the cancer? Are you still sick? And yes, I still have fragments of it because I'm still on medication. So yeah, but I'm doing well. You said two really interesting things that I've heard women say, and they have different contexts. You said I gave my way back. Usually when that's said to me as a trainer, that's not a good conversation. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to start crying and break out the wine. I know. I know. It was, you know, well, I had gotten down to 94 pounds when I was diagnosed. So any weight that I was gaining was a good sign because that meant I was responding well to the medicine. My body was taking, you know, on everything and absorbing it. And I was moving in the right direction. And right now, I mean, I'm like, to me, I'm big, but it's a healthy big because I still work out. So I still have a shape and stuff. It's not flabby. It's not fat. It's not nasty. But it's just, you know, you just feel different. And I wish I was like I was prior when I was able to work out and move my body a certain way and just 
feel and look good because I took pride in that. But now, you know, life has changed, but you do what you can and at least I can still work out and have a sense of, you know, that normalcy. So I do feel good. But yeah, I do have some extra weight on me that I wish. And I can't blame it on the COVID because, you know, (laughs) this is all about the cancer. (laughs) The other C word. (laughs) Gotcha. So how are you staying on top of your game? Anything different from last year? Anything you're going to focus on this year doing differently? You know, I've been really busy, which is a good thing. It's a good blessing. And um, I've been um, taking advantage of the fact that we've been somewhat down because of COVID. But this was a time to be creative. So I created in um, August of 2020 my own Internet talk show because I have everything I need. I have my own tripod, my own camera, lights, my computer to edit. So I created my own talk show because I'm someone who loves to volunteer in the community. And I love nonprofits, the energy that they bring the work that they do, and the people that are behind them. So I created this show called Community Link AZ, and it's on YouTube. I share it on all my social media platforms, LinkedIn. And it's just my way of giving back to these nonprofits to give them a platform to share the work that they're doing in the community. So I highlight them. I let them tell their story so people can jump on board and support them and just encourage them to keep making a difference in a positive way to help someone else's life going forward. So that's what I've done. And I just have some new aspirations for this year to add on to that, maybe incorporate some other organizations I've never heard of before and just sort of get myself out there and start volunteering with other organizations and help spread the word of the good work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So if someone wanted to find you to get on the show or contact you, how would they do that? Well, thank you for asking because I just put out a new video. They can find it on Facebook. It's under Community Link AZ, all three separate words, not tied together. But if you type it in, you'll find it. And there's a new video up there which has information on what the show is about and how you can be a guest on the show. Okay. So I saw you do a few shows. Um, How's that going? How's the comedy going? Oh, my goodness. Finally coming back. (laughs) Finally, the comedy is coming back, which is a good thing. So in 2020, it was a little bit rough. Some of the comedy clubs were closed, but little by little, they started opening up because of the social distancing and if you wear your mask and once restaurants were able to open up. So it's been nice because slowly you're getting booked to either host an event or come out and perform. So it's been a good thing. It's just, you know, still a slow moving process, but at least the opportunity is there. Mm-hmm. When you now, So how, how do they set that up with the social distancing? Are people like literally six feet apart or do they just limit how many people can come to the shows? I think they limit each club limits how many people and how many tickets they can sell. And the seats are all still set up the same, but they just strategically place people, you know, spread out throughout the um, room. And then that way they still are adhering to the rules and regulations. And when you come in, you wear your mask. Once you sit down, you order your food and drink. You can take it off and you can eat, laugh with the comedians and stuff like that. So it's been pretty good, but it's not as full to capacity like it was prior to COVID, but you still have an audience. So, so you know I'm going to ask you this question. Oh. So is there a new man in your life? Oh, let's get deep. Let's get dirty. <laughs> let's get naked. Yeah. I yeah. wish. Come <laughs> no. on. You it is the craziest thing. Somewhere around here. Let you don't, you don't you. claim it then. I no. That, I mean, and it's so funny because I've had a few text me and we'll have conversations, but that's it. No. And then there'll be like almost to the point where it's, Okay, well, yeah, let's meet up. Let's, get, but nothing will come of it. And I'm like, what is going on? And then you'll have guys that'll like after comedy shows, they like your material, they like you, they think you're cool, but they won't ask you out. They won't say, well, hey, you know, if you're serious about that, well, why don't I just get your number? Or 
Nothing. And I don't know what you it is. You think they're intimidated? Sometimes I don't think, they're. why would you be intimidated? Well, some what? guys are intimidated by independent, strong women. That's... You know, we they need to step up to the plate. I agree. I mean, we, if we, we don't want... all need to be rescued, right? <laughs> yeah, we just want to be held, loved, and have some good sex sometimes. You sound like a puppy. Okay. <laughs> yes, I we are. It's like you know, rub my forehead, stroke my toes, do what you have to do. I mean, why is it so hard for a guy to go after something he's interested in? I think, yeah, why, coach? Let's put you on the if spot. If you see well, something you like, if you're if someone is making you feel good, you see something you like, something's piqued your interest, take a freaking Here's chance. why, and I'm going to tell you, because the one chick who goes, eee, what you doing? What are you talking to me? And then they just shut, the guy shuts down, unless he's confident. But if you have too much confidence, then you're that guy. Oh, Here comes John from the gym that's always showing his pecs, mm-hmm. and he's always asking every girl out. So it's try to find a balance between... So, like, a guy may have liked you at the show, but he, all these bad experiences rolled through his head on a reel, like a loop. Remember when they, you asked a girl out the gym? Remember you asked her if she was done and she gave you the gas face? You know, all these things. Well, how things. are they ever going to meet somebody? Yeah, get over it, guys, for crying out loud. Come it's, on. Well, it's a numbers game, so yeah. you just try, but you ask why they don't. So, that guy may, uh. now, he may have a plan, like, I'm going to go to all her shows, and then I'm going to make my move. You know, I'm going to say something. He probably actually had a line he was working on, but he played it out in his head. Uh-huh. And then your responses may not have been good. So he was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to say nothing. See, me, I don't, I don't care. I, if I like a chick, I'm just going to say something. What's the worst thing that happens? She's going to say, no, I'm still have the same scenario. Okay, I see, a, I see a plan kind of coming here. If you're a coach, coach, then why don't you start some kind of, I don't know, group with guys? <laughs> so you teach them how to Those just guys like, are cheap. Well, guys are cheap? Women would pay for that advice, but men are cheap. Well, mm. guys, grow a set of nads. Just, or guys don't invest in themselves when it yeah. comes to they the relationship. It, yeah, they, guys would rather go on the internet and pick up some free, you know. Then just mm. do like a group. Get together, do your whiskey and cigar group. Have a guy chat. Now, we when, do do that. Yeah, yeah, well, you need to pull some more yeah. guys into it and kind of wake them up to this. It's like, dude, come on, just... Walk up to the plate. If you strike out, that doesn't matter. Sooner or later, you're going to hit. Right. And you so might get a home one run. One out of ten. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get the one girl that goes, yeah, you know. Don't it's a numbers game. But What's I think it? that's why guys don't talk Okay. Okay. They might feel intimidated. I don't know why. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm easy breezy. But see, I like to I, do a lot of things. I do a lot of things by myself because, you know, I'm just by myself. <laughs> but, <it's> like, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I will. I will get guys after the show, and they'll be like, a lot of times they'll be like, Is that, was that for real what you were talking about? And I'll say, yes, this, you know, life experience, my real-life scenarios, and then, you know, I've just turned them into stories to make them funny and have a punchline with them. And then, you know, they're like, oh, you're cool and stuff, but then there'll be nothing. And then you'll always hear, oh, my friend likes you, but, well, then well, why doesn't your friend approach? I'm not going to go through you. He needs to be a guy and a man and step up and say, hey, you know. It's that fear of, mm-hmm. fear of loss. Well, here's another thing you got to think about, too. What do most comedians talk about in their routines? Shitty guy. The oh, he's people, bad relationships. People they date, <laughs> yeah, their right. husbands, their wives. Maybe he probably he's, thinks he'll be a part of the routine. Yeah, he'll be on my next show. <laughs> I'll make you sign a waiver. I won't talk about you. No, there's an NDA. Don't worry. (laughs) A disclosure. No, but I mean, it's like, and it's so funny, but I've had friends of mine, especially guy friends who know me really well. They're like, Danielle, guys will see all the stuff that you're doing because you're self-sufficient. You look like you don't need a guy, but every woman needs somebody to, at the end of the day, you know, share their day with, chit chat with, just go to a restaurant and have a nice meal and light conversation. Just cuddle and just watch TV and, you know, or just 
have somebody there that's their buffer. You don't need to, you know, always have someone to take care of you, provide for you or anything like that. Just be the buffer, someone that they can chill with, have a good time with, go on a hike with, you know, ride a bike on the canal, just, you know, make some cookies. Let's bake some muffins. I think this generation, (laughs) some of the pop stars, their songs tell a different story. Where my girl's at, you know. It was that one I N D. I can't even spell independent, mm-hmm. but they yeah. spell out the letters of yeah. independent or uh, we're almost single ladies, almost mm-hmm. single ladies. And then so men are like, man, what do I say? Because I've had these conversations with men where they're like, what do you say? What's a good line? Because we all know if a guy says something crazy, it's going to be part of your punchline in the show. You know, instead of like, hey, how are you? Why? Right. Why are you asking? What do you want? No. And like, oh, Whoa. so see. a lot of guys are just gun shy. You know? OK, well, I think, you know, you don't, you don't have to I have recommend a line. Liquor. No, and I'm someone who doesn't drink alcohol. You don't have to have a line. Just be your authentic self. Just come up to me and go, hey, my name is Jake. I never saw your comedy, but my friends told me you're pretty funny. But uh, Jake, if I you're thought you were kind of cool. She's you, laying it out for you, dude. <laughs> you want to go hang out or you want to maybe just, you know, I like to hike. I heard you like to hike. I mean, just, just be yourself. Be authentic. Be true in who you are. If you're someone who likes to fish, if you're someone who's, you know, artistic or, you know, you stay Hey, you know, I know you do comedy, but I, I do a different form of art. I'm an actual painter. Um, I'm having an art show. If you would be interested in coming, maybe we could, you can come see what I do. And then we could just chit chat. I mean, just, just be yourself. Tall. Five feet tall? Yes. I mean, as you don't mind me wearing my heels, if this guy's got personality and game and can own his confidence, These two then that's attractive. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Well, look, like I said, look I would, I've been working out. I don't mind picking up a man if I have to. I will pick <laughs> right? you up and carry you. He ain't heavy. He my boo, y'all. He ain't heavy. He right? my boo. He would never be able to show his face if you were carrying no, him around I the wouldn't club. do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm just Come saying. Here. I'm just saying. I'm just being funny. No, but um, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I, when they're both laying on their backs, it doesn't it's matter gross. how tall they are. True. Yeah. Right? True. But I just, yeah, you just like a guy that, like for me, I just like a guy that can, that has, you know, they're confident and they, they own their confidence. They, they own who they are. They have something going for them. They have an interest. They're, you know, they like to do different things. I do like people who are involved in other things outside of themselves. If you like for me, I love to volunteer. I like to do things for other people. So if you have something that you like to do, or if you are creative and artistic, if you like to cook, if you're a welder, if you know how to paint, if you're somebody who likes to take things apart and put them back together, if you're someone who donates your time, I mean, there has to be something more than, you know, I got like, you know, this sports car and I've been, you know, I mean, I need to have more. You need to have some kind of hands-on depth depth, and just okay. be a part of the community. So Give is more there, of yourself. Is there a fine line between confidence and cocky? Because a lot of times mm-hmm. there's a person in this room who says that I have an ego. I'm not going to say who it is, <laughs> but I know she's into carbohydrates, um, <laughs> oh, sexual nice. pleasures. Um, oh but she, she says you have an ego. And then sometimes you feel confident. All the things you're saying, what's that fine line where, oh, he's being cocky. He thinks he can get anybody. Blah, 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 blah. I think sometimes when they try a little too hard and they're always putting out too much information that could come across as cocky when it involves like their status, their pay, their their job, their their prestige, their position. A lot of, you know, I have a roof over my head, I drive a car, you know, I work hard, I pay my bills. That doesn't matter. That's not what I'm looking for. I need substance. What do you do? Who are you? 
What's what what's behind all these layers? You know, that's what because at the end of the day, I just want someone who's going to accept me without this wig and this Maybelline face. OK, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're going to get <laughs> diva by day, okay. but at night you're going to get Wesley Snipes. I'm telling you for real. <laughs> it is not pretty. OK, it is not Pretty. You gotta be able to snuggle up with that and, and take on the realness. Okay. That's like badass. Remember, remember Tu Wang Fu? He was a cute drag queen. <laughs> yes. okay. 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 He put in the work. I okay. That. I'm just saying. So let, okay, so let's say you are having an off night and you're like, I just need some food, and you just happen to go by Filiberto's for whatever. This is yeah, a fan. Oh, this is a fan. I've been this there. A, okay. I've been there. And you pull up to the window and you, the guy's like, I'm confident. I have dreams. I'm not gonna just be slanging Filiberto's mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. And he goes, hey, um, I've seen you before. You were on Coach Clarence's show. I'd like to ask you out. And he's working at the Filibertos. Would you say yes? Well, it depends. If we could, like, strike up a conversation and it could be easy, breezy to where it was relaxed and comfortable. Well, he's only got a few minutes because there's a bunch of cars behind you. Well, then they'll have to wait because I'm at the window, okay? <laughs> you know <laughs> how people are getting their food when it's late. You but if some... there was some, like, chemistry there and there was, like, an easy flow and stuff, it would be kind of like, okay, well, well sure. What, when do you get off? Are you serious? <laughs> Well, then, sure, let me pull around. Let me, you know, there could be that. Yeah, but it has to be to where there was some chemistry, some flirtation, and if it was effortless and it just sort of flowed. Because I've, I've mm-hmm. heard some girls say they, you know, depending on what kind of job a person has, they won't talk to no, them. No, well, no. That puts a whole the, new the, meeting to drive no, through service. No, <laughs> right. yeah, there you go. Exactly. But for me, if you're working and you're at least putting yourself out there, you're receiving a paycheck, you're taking on your responsibilities, okay. I don't want somebody who's just, you know, waiting on the government in a check. Or living not, at home with mom playing video games. Right? That's no. a thing. I mean, there they're, it taking, is. they're not even living at home with mom. They're living with women and they're playing video games. That's See, very that's common. that's crazy. That's, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Not unless I'm playing Mortal Kombat with them and kicking their ass. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a whole different thing. Well, it's different when you go to work, he drops you off in your mm-hmm. car and then he comes back home and he's playing, you yeah, know, no. Xbox uh-uh. 50 no. or whatever yeah. it is. No, you know? nope. You got to have ambition. You got to have drive. You got to have a starting point and you got to see yourself, you know, I'm here now doing this, but, you know, I, I am enrolled in school and I'm trying. You, there's got to be some kind of movement for something for? better. No, I'm saying that's what the person, because oh, okay. you were saying oh, he was, if he okay. was at Filiberto. There's got to be some kind of movement to, to, to propel yourself, to see yourself doing better. Gotcha. So um, what's a line that you just absolutely won't, no matter what, no matter who it was, you, it would be a decline? What's the oh, worst when line they, you've heard? When, they, when the line is, is super sexual, and that's the first place they're thinking and what they're What is your definition to... of super sexual? Just to make sure I've never said anything like that. Research here. Oh, here oh, we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Why don't you just admit you want to ask her out for crying out loud? How many I don't times know what the... questions. I don't I'm know interviewing what... <laughs> her. Yeah, I want to know what's think. a bad <laughs> shot. Okay, so what's the worst thing a guy could say? You said super sexual. Well, so. sexual, yeah, super sexual. Anything that's... Referring to like their private parts, and that's the pickup line, and that's you know, and his well endowed, and you know all these do things he can do, that? and what yes. he can do for you, and really? yeah, I do need to teach the mm-hmm. classes. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to get you anywhere. No, a sock in your jeans does not mean well endowed. <laughs> no, no, that's no, that's what stripper <laughs> men, male strippers do to get attention. I posted that, and people thought that was controversial. I said you know, hard on is not personal growth. You know. It's- <laughs> yeah, know, there you go. It's just not the same. <laughs> I don't know so why men think it is. Yeah, to men actually like, hi, I have 10 inches. Well, yeah, out. and some of them, they think, you know, just because they get your number and you've shared a few texts, they're yeah. ready to send you a dick pic. And why? 
Because Why? the other They're women ugly. are ugly. Back, deny or affirm that comment. I try not to look at them. Yeah, no. I don't know why guys feel that that's appropriate, that's necessary. If that's all you can bring to the table and that's all you can think about doing, then swipe next. But here's the thing. They wouldn't be doing it if people weren't accepting. So women are taking Oh, yeah, taking there's some of them, women out there that are accepting <clears throat> it and taking it and thinking it's cool and... Yeah, it's just like, you know, some of these sites that you're on for dating. It's not really dating. It's just who can I sleep with? Who can I hook up with for tonight? Who's who's available? Who's ready to go? And so, yeah, I would like to have, you know, some meaningful conversation, figure out what's going on and then, you know, go from there. What it's was, not what be was wham, the best bam, line you, you heard, like where you were like, I have to just go out just because this was so cool? I don't think I've ever went out with somebody off of a line. I genuinely like people who are themselves and who can have some originality and creativity and just some spontaneity. Just be who you are. And for me, I sometimes tend to gravitate toward, yeah, I like the confidence and stuff, but nerdy guys, guys who have this non-aware factor and there's an appeal to them that makes them really attractive because one, they're smart. Two, they're not into a lot of the superficial and they just sort of what you see is what you get. And they just so like no Clark nonsense, Kent, like a Clark Kent, but mm-hmm. he could save the world. He could catch you. He could pick you up and fly you. to. Yeah. Dinner. Not only that, you know, my hard drive don't work all the time. So I need somebody <laughs> that can <laughs> some gigaboots and some, <laughs> some Ram shoot <laughs> in more ways than one. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying where my nerds at. Okay. <laughs> You know, I almost see this as some sort of a setup that we need to do. Like, get your girlfriends, your best girlfriends, mm-hmm. kind of like a win a date with Danielle. So they can <laughs> they can find the right guy and do kind of like the bachelor, bachelorette question. That is so funny. Or like the dating game. Maybe they have those three guys yes, and the yeah. date. That would be so cool. I think your girlfriends yeah. should get together, hint, hint, ladies, and kind of yeah. see if they can help you with that. Because mm-hmm. that's what girlfriends are supposed to do is instead of this, hey, let me give you a blind date. I got this guy. I know. How about you guys kind of like all find one guy for you and then maybe just kind of grill them over well, the Well, my girlfriends are like, all single, so they're trying to find a guy oh, too. So no, they ain't got no good. guys. It's just Damn. crazy. No, we're in this pool together. Why are these girls single? What's I don't going know. On? Because they're just self-sufficient. They're working hard. Some of them, you know, own their own homes. They, you know, some of them own their own businesses. And they're just very independent, hardworking, educated, driven. And so they're doing things and they just don't have time for the ignorance, the the lack of, you know, ambition. They just don't have time for settling. So they just would rather be by themselves instead of put up with the stupidity and just the games and stuff. And my problem is it's always married guys that are coming after me. And, oh, I get that a lot. And, yeah. they, and this is what I talk about. It's so easy. I mean, you and I have an investigative journalism mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. It's so simple to go on a court site or even to go on their Facebook page, one guy was an author. So I talked to him about writing books. Mm-hmm. His wife does the book cover photography. So I went on Amazon to check out his books. <laughs> there was a woman's name under photography. I go to her Facebook and, there's and like 10 posts down, buy my husband's book right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I get had, a lot of married guys. Yeah. They're always, you know what? Oh my goodness. Like I've had some just recently, like a couple of weeks ago, I had did some comedy over at House of Comedy. And a few of them came up to me. There were three. And then they were just different. You know, they didn't know each other. You were great. You were fun. This was a good night. Oh, my gosh. Some of your stuff that you were talking about is spot on. And, um, yeah, you know, if I wasn't married, but I'm married. So, you know, good that luck, was good luck with that. Yeah, that was, that a good, was his Good line. luck with that. And then I had another guy, you know, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm married with three kids. But if I wasn't, <laughs> I was like, well, that doesn't help me out. Anymore. 
At least they <laughs> but, were yeah. honest. Yeah. Most of them aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of these guys, I guess, married guys, they don't have single guy friends. And then I've had some guys who are like, oh, I got a few single guy friends. But no, Diva, I wouldn't introduce them to you. They just like either they're friends. They know them so well that they're like, oh, no, they're not the caliber that would be. And I'm like, well, what, what, what kind of friends do you have then? What is going on? So it's just it's just a strange dynamic. But I'm a firm believer in you just, you know, you just be who you are. I'm, I don't, I don't want to settle because I'm not the type that, you know, I'd rather be alone than be with somebody that's, you know, making me not fulfilling my needs or satisfying me on all different points of levels. But, I mean, the person is out there. It's just a matter of meeting them. So, you know, I just try to keep myself busy. I engage with different people. I, you know, network, meet people. And, you know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, if it's, there, if it's, there's nothing there, there's nothing there. So, you know, you... You give them the benefit of the doubt. You have the conversation. You talk. You see if it can go somewhere. If it doesn't, then you just move on. But you just don't want any um, crazies. No crazies. How do you no. let a guy down if you go on a date with him and you realize that? Do you text? Do you just give, call him? How do you, how do you end it? See, for me, I like to be an adult. So I don't want to text you to tell you it's not. I, I would like to talk to you either on the phone or in person. So, you know, if we've gone out at least once or twice and I'm feeling like, oh, no, this is more like a friend thing or I'm just not feeling that connection, I would at least say, hey, you know, let's let's go out. Let's have a conversation because, you know, I kind of get the sense that you really like me. I appreciate that. I totally appreciate that. But the reality <laughs> is a conversation. <laughs> we got to be adults here and I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. But I feel like, you know, I've made a good friend in you. And if you want to stay friends and still hang out and stuff, that's great. But I just don't feel that I can date you for anything romantic because that's not what I'm feeling or getting from you. And so, you know, you just be an adult. You just be responsible. You consider the person's feelings and, you know, just kind of go from there. But don't beat around the bush. Don't play games. We're just, you should be beyond that. You know, this is a day and age where you should be respectful. And at least, you know, like I said, just put your big girl panties on, be an adult. And if the person doesn't accept it, that's in their court because you've done what you have to do and you've taken on the responsibility. Now, what if he says, okay, but if I can't have you, no one will. What do you, what do you say then? I say, you know what? I've been watching a lot of ID investigation. <laughs> I also got uh, connections to the Phoenix PD. The, I told you I volunteer a lot. Oh, the Phoenix PD, the Scottsdale PD. Who are you trying to play with? I've watched all Medea's movies. I got a hot iron skillet with your name on it. Who, who are you playing with? Okay. No. Uh-uh. No. This is crazy. No. Oh, man. Well, you know, there are some guys like yeah, that. that no means really you want me for more. That's why I don't mm-hmm. date, because I've run yeah. into those. <laughs> well, it ain't like these women ain't yeah. crazy. Oh, Hold no, there's now. a few of those, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did go on um, one date. This was a while ago. And then I did feel like, oh, no, this is just totally a friendship. So the guy goes, I'm really interested in you when we were driving back. And he goes, I'm really interested in you. I like you. I would like to date you. <laughs> right then and there, I said, I appreciate that. The date was wonderful. I appreciate your time, you spending your money on dinner, but I am not feeling a romantic connection towards you. I like you as a friend, and we have a great time together, but there's no connection romantically. If you want to still be friends and hang out, I would love to do that because I value your friendship. We are best friends. We, we hung out last week. We went down to Casa Grande, to the Dillard's Clarence Center. We went to Winco and bought some food, and we have the best times we do facebook we have the best times together and we laugh and so we're together we now like just make a joke of it we're both looking for love and we have the best friendship it opened up new conversations new trust and it's just great so if you can be an adult about it you can be in a better position to not 
not have that person in your life, especially if you like them as a person, but then develop a better friendship and have a more meaningful relationship going forward. And it's just great. It's so, perfect. So do you think that men and women can be friends? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have some great male friends who have been there for me. Do you think a man and woman can spend the night and be platonic? Oh, yeah. I've, I've done that before and not have any connection because we have a total understanding. We respect one another. And we've never been in that space to where we've even liked each other that way to go that way. So it makes it great because then you can do road trips. <laughs> These are the guys that are going to have your back. You can borrow money from. You can hear their deepest, darkest secrets. And they respect you. And the, you're that one chick and they get it and they're, they're there for you. And that's a great relationship to have. Yeah, it can't happen with that. all your guy friends, but there's always that one that you can. And it's just, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. It's great. I agree. Mm-hmm. So when are you doing comedy next? I am going to be at Stir Crazy Comedy Club in the Westgate Shopping Center, which is in Glendale, out in the West Side. West Side, West, West Side. On, um, <laughs> for all you lovers out there. See, I took this weekend to do it. It's February 12th and 13th because it's a Valentine's Day weekend. I said, you ain't got no love. I ain't got nothing to do but talk about it. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, I'm going to find me somebody. You're going to find somebody you. that mm-hmm. day. You can be, what I want you to do is be nice to the man who looks at you yeah give them a I'm shot always nice i think mm-hmm. she always is come on now they're mm-hmm. just you know they just are intimidated by that also too it's the look you get when you go high and if the eyebrow goes up or the face curls oh. men they just yeah just ain't gonna work unless they're oh, yeah, yeah no, but if you just... look at the guy a certain way he thinks that you want to have sex with him too it's like wait a second well, I mean, it's, that's con- what I'm saying. It's yeah. con- to answer your question, it's confusing because oh. you've had all these different experiences and you're mm-hmm. trying to put it into a 10-second moment when you see somebody you like. Okay. Like, oh, my God, can I say this? What if I, if I interpret her look wrong? You know, all this is going through a man's head versus just... Wow. Remember in kindergarten where you ha- he had a crush on somebody, you just go up and punch him and then you knew, <laughs> they, you knew they liked you? Or well, the yeah, girl the guy starts, if a guy is tit for tat with you or, <laughs> right. yeah, you know, like you lightly touching and you and stuff like that, he likes you. Punching? We used to kiss <laughs> each other. Right. right. You can't kiss people anymore. You get arrested. I know. That you is can't so just walk funny. can't punch people either. <laughs> well, I, that everything's is so weird. Funny. But in the old wow. days, you had a genuine crush. You'd look at there that awkward stare, and then you'd walk home together and well, hold that's hands. Funny. And you well, might if you come and say hi to lunch. me, you come and say hi to me at the comedy club. Come out to the show. It's February twelfth and thirteenth. Stir Crazy Comedy Club. If I give you a look, well, I can't raise my eyebrows because I draw these in, okay? So, ain't no raising there. So, you're going to get whatever I've drawn in that day. If it's high, it's high. If it's low, it's low. So, if I give you a look, that's what you get. But, I mean, no, we'll have a conversation. It'll be fun. It'll be good. <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay. So, I need to go hang out with her. <laughs> I'm going to draw those eyebrows on. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. No, it'll be good. Okay, so who do you have coming up next on your YouTube show? I am lining up guests, and I actually have um, Nicole Mayfield. She is the owner and CEO of You Matter Too. So it's a wonderful nonprofit organization, and we are going to be sitting down to have a conversation, I think, on January 21st, because I tape the shows on Thursday. So I think she's booked for the 21st, and I'm excited to talk to her because she's partnered up with another nonprofit that I used to volunteer with, and they're looking to do some big things this year. And so I'm trying to help support them by just getting the word out and share what their um, vision is for 2021. Cool. All right. So one last question. So 
How do you come up with your material? Do you write it or do you just walk out, look at the crowd and just kind of build off that? A lot of <laughs> I love how he different. thinks I'm so talented. You just walk out and look at the crowd. Be like, girl, I got some jokes for that. you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, I do do some crowd work, but the majority of my material is just based off of life experiences, you girlfriends. So I tell stories. I tell experiences. I tell my own personal, you know, things that I've gone through. And I do. I write down things. I write bullet points and I kind of handle it like I did when I would go to interview someone for journalism. You know, I would just write down these bullet points and, you know, sort of have excerpts from them. And then they all turned out to be like stories and questions. And yeah, it's all about relationships, things I like to watch, incidents that happen with my girlfriends. Um, and it's good. It's just I fun. would love to be a fly on the wall when you and your girlfriends get together. <laughs> I'm sure that's classic, valuable material. I know. It's good. But, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, I can just hear things not to do. People always say, they they envy me because I hear because most of my clients are females that I train and I hear all the things that guys do that are wrong mm-hmm. and so I, it's like good education. So uh, where do you shoot your show? I'm curious. I shoot my show in Phoenix on Central at uh, Amazing Flowers. My friend Blanca, she was so sweet to open up her flower shop to me. It's called Amazing Flowers. So if you've never been there before, it's a small business. So it's one of those that you can patron to support small businesses here in the Valley. And she does amazing work. I mean, she really does give you an arrangement that you don't really see too often. She's very artistic when it comes to it. And she listens to the clients. So I really am thankful and appreciative that I get a chance to go in there. Because when people come in, that's my whole goal. I wanted it to be warm, inviting. And just an atmosphere that people can feel relaxed in when they share the information that they're doing to help the community. So it's a beautiful spot. Amazing flowers. Awesome. All right, Diva. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, good to be here. And Happy and, New um, Year to you. Yeah, Happy New Year. And I'm um, looking forward to the Valentine show. That's always mm-hmm. a humorous time. So that's a great, <laughs> great time to do a comedy show. Yeah, it's good. All the lovers in the <laughs> house. All the lovers. And some people are there captive, actually. You should like come up with a note. Like, if you're here against your will, wink or <laughs> laugh at every joke. That way I know that we right. should get you help, right? right? Wave your hand or put your drink up or something. Or so if you want to ditch your date. Right. Yeah. right. If you want to yeah. ditch your date, we're going to be here for part you. of the show. We cut mm-hmm. the lights out. Just get up and run. We are here for you. <laughs> so true. All right. I'm here with Diva, and uh, she's always fun. It's Coach Clarence. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women like you who want to live their best life going into middle age. Join us next time for more inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders offering tips and how-tos to improve your life right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com and wherever you get your podcasts.